Pedro. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. You know, we've made it to the third and final episode of our mini series, which marks five bonus episodes during this truly bizarre moment in our lives. Did you expect to do five episodes from home? <laughs> I'm not sure what I expected, but I don't think it was this. I don't know that I expected uh, to be able to get it together to do five episodes from home. Um, but I think it's been, you know, pretty interesting getting to like learn different aspects of this craft um, and kind of like add it to the tool belt, if you will. Um, but I guess like, along that same vein, have your feelings about like what you do for your career changed at all during this time? I'd say that, yes, in a way it has, but more than anything, I think it just reaffirms my desire to focus on the things that matter most in my life, even though my career is incredibly important to me and it always has been. I think I've just refocused on health and family. Totally fair. I, you know, I'm personally going after the mantra of the very first episode we did where Barbara Phillips um, reminded us to be kind to ourselves. Um, I think in the day-to-day of being busy, the back and forth meetings, the um, travel to and from work, you know, I was constantly last. And I think that part of what this has helped is like readjust um, to make sure that I feel better in order to be able to do more for others because I think everyone is in different levels of need, if you will. Um, But as I'm going through all of this introspection, um, I think, you know, it's perfect for the episode that we've got lined up to close up the series today. It's, it's almost like we planned it that way, Pedro. Lies. (laughs) (laughs) Really, though, like we've talked um, about in the first two episodes of this mini-series, Career Connections for Coping, we can actually put this new perspective to work. Absolutely. And to help us think about fulfilling core needs and whether to pivot or search, we've brought back the perfect experts to tag team the conversation. Please welcome back Anne and Amy to The Middleists. Thank you for having us. Thank you again. Um, It's always a pleasure working with you. And Anne and I work together as coaches professionally and share a lot of the same values and feelings around our work. So we're pleased to be able to work with you together today. Thank you. And can you tell us, do you think it's possible for middleists to walk out of the situation with a stronger understanding of what they want from their career specifically? So uh, I'm glad you asked that, Pedro. And and you all, the, the perfect segue into this, um, talking about, you know, realizing what's important during this time and, and some self-reflection you mentioned, Pedro, now is, if, if you will, the perfect storm for clarity between experiencing a major life change. So, so thinking about during this life change, you know, what, what is most important as well as a crisis and always in crisis, we've, as we've learned from history, always creates opportunity. So when you think about, you know, um, what's most important, maybe, uh, 
before this time or during this time, you're still, you were on the fast track to becoming a partner or a CEO and spending this time with your family and, and, and engaging more and, and realizing what's most important. Maybe that's not singing to you anymore. So you want to, that there's clarity there. Maybe, maybe you want to be pursuing something else. Um, and then, and then, you know, so, so that's thinking about, um, you know, a major life change, but then uh, we've always seen, um, in crisis that, that there's, there are opportunities and opportunities that maybe to, to think differently about what your, what your career, uh, what you want in your, your career. And I know Amy has a, a couple of examples there. So thank you, Anne. You know, there are a few things that you have all said that I want to pick up from is this notion of focusing more on what matters most and how wonderful it would be is if from some, evolution of what you're currently doing, um, how much of that incorporates what you like doing most and doing more of that um, versus always thinking about it as this major change. When we reflect on how much of what I want to do am I already doing and doing more of that and zeroing in on that aspect. So it's perhaps we use the word more of a pivot than a true transformation and that now being the ideal time to be kind to yourself and to look for that marriage of what aspects of what am I doing do I want to do more of and use this time to reflect more on that and to even engage in conversations to further those thoughts. Um, we talked earlier in this mini-series about this being incredibly fertile ground for seeking advice, conversations, People are very generous with their time and with their spirit right now of how connecting conversations can inform of what might be those opportunities. So those available resources are there for you, people you already know, people in your world, people who are extensions of one connection to another to say, can we have a conversation? I'd love to talk with you more about something you're doing to satisfy those core needs. That's that's really interesting. Do you have examples, Amy and Ann, about what you mean in terms of pivot? Because even for me right now, I'm just like, what would that look like? So, so the concept of, of pivot really came uh, it, it came about from from the idea of, of, of basketball, and when you're in in that situation of um, you know keeping one foot stationary. So, so, so some context of of your life, your motivating drivers. Um, those skills you want to use, and then taking the other foot to kind of seek other directions, whether it be a new role or a new industry. So that's kind of what we're saying with Pivot. And and as Amy said, it, it doesn't have to be a drastic change, but maybe just thinking about new possibilities. And and back to what I was saying before about, you know, yes, crisis creates opportunity um, to, to really think about, uh, there are new opportunities to really think about, explore a type of Pivot. And um, and then sp- thinking about, you know, what's most important. I mean, maybe, maybe you've always thought about wanting to uh, run your own business. Why not explore that right now? Uh, I read an article in the Times over the weekend, uh, is pandemic the right time to start a business? And I said, absolutely. For, for two uh, primary reasons are that there's um, a lot of resources out there for you to tap into. And there's so many different changing customer needs that you can think about, whether it be, you know, around the, you know, working remotely around remote uh, services of doctor visits and things like that, or education. So there's just, there's an opportunity to be creative and, and curious and um, think differently. And, you know, 
think differently about about what what you want to do and and how you want to do it. What are the opportunities coming out of this crisis in terms of the market, the needs that are out there, um, and then as well your own personal and professional needs to to feel that you're having an impact. Um, I read something um, really interesting from the um, founder of TaskRabbit um, that talked about the fact that the gig economy was probably born out of the, the financial crisis of 08, 09, 2010. And perhaps COVID is, is that opportunity to Im- reimagine where can the gig economy go now, um, whether you are an entrepreneur or part of an organization, um, for example, um, uh, uh, somebody who works as an independent entrepreneurial type who does presentation coaching normally live in person. Now there's not only a need for that ability to present virtually, but how to even use the frame on Zoom most effectively because we're not going to be as traveling as much. And if business professionals are not traveling as much to do an on-site pitch or new business presentation, how can they be the best at it on the screen um, and providing that edge to a potential client um, as a way of satisfying a need to grow your business and to fill a gap in the market and to feel like you're having an impact because that new business opportunity is going to generate more jobs and more jobs will bring people back into the workforce. Um, so although it's a, a, a slightly twisted route to get there, um, it is again, creating something positive and good out of this crisis. I just have to say, um, for my dad's birthday, my aunt, uh, organized a zoom birthday party, so to speak. And I mean, if we didn't need a facilitator, I don't know who does. It was, (laughs) it was pure chaos. My sister had to mute to help my grandma. I'm just like, hollering instructions, you know, to aunts, uncles, um, and the like, just trying, just, just trying to keep it together or get it together. It was something. So I, I see that opportunity. (laughs) So the, the planning, uh, professionals, whether it's how do you space, how do you use virtual space? Um, I've been involved with somebody who was running a conference was supposed to be in person 300 and because of the availability of virtual, 800 people participated. Now, how did she adapt the presentation for it to be engaging with chat rooms? How to orchestrate an event online is a whole new opportunity. Um, another one that resonated with me, uh, 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 a fairly new to the workforce entrepreneur who has created a, an extension of the Care Bear model to all wear masks. So if we're asking little children to wear masks all the time, how can a creative professional make that not only safe and, but also fun and to use that kind of creativity to make and help children feel good about wearing a fun mask. Um, So there's tremendous number of opportunities for the creative, for the adventuresome, both from sensing the market and again, talking to people using the whole virtual world as a focus group to um, to test ideas, to test the market. It's a really great point that you bring up. <clears throat> and it's kind of interesting because if you think about middleists, either 
looking for these new opportunities based on a pivot or whether um, due to the financial circumstances have like found themselves unemployed or uh, looking, you know, for a change, what, what do they do? How can they do that at this time in terms of a search? So, so a few things there, Pedro, uh, in, in terms of a search, I, I would suggest um, thinking about, well, one, if, if there are actually in, in dire financial need, there are a lot of um, professional uh, job sites out there that are hiring remote workers on temporary and part-time basis. So that's just an, to fulfill an, an immediate need if, uh, because I know, you know, we're, we're seeing uh, too much of, of people being uh, let go and uh, really on the outs there. So, so that's just a, a bandaid to think about, but, but in the future and thinking about um, how to, how to possibly pivot. Um, right now, I just would be thinking, uh, looking at drawing inspiration from other people that are doing this. Uh, I've, I've, I mentioned to you all last week about um, a photographer that uh, a family photographer, and he's completely has no business right now. So, so what could he do to offer uh, his, his superpower talents to what the world needs right now? And finding that intersection was going around and um, engaging families on, on and taking pictures on stoops uh, on, in, in, in Brooklyn and asking them to donate to his food pantry because we all know that that poverty right now is uh, and, uh, hunger is is just at exponential rates. So what a great idea for doing good, um, even though he's not making money on this, but he's he's doing good and he's still able to practice his craft and, and refine his craft during this time. So so that that's that's a possibility. Um, I but I just can't. Uh, say enough about really focusing on finding um, inspiration and in, in these types of acts. Um, another one that I think about, uh, there's been several nonprofits founded um, in, in New York City around marrying uh, restaurants that, that, that have limited business and um, people that want to help out and getting, um, getting, and, and the hospitals that need, you know, food, to, they, they need, they need meals delivered to them. So, so combining the two, getting people to donate to, to the restaurants so the restaurants can deliver food to the hospitals. I mean, just tr- finding these opportunities, seeing inspiration from that, and then thinking yourself, what are some creative ways that I can be doing this? And looking at clues for yourself that what are your motivating joys? So, uh, motivating drivers, where are you, um, What's exciting you about these types of things or, or just even spending a little moment of time of self-reflection and thinking about um, your past experiences and what did spark joy in, in, in the things that you were doing and finding new ways to, to uh, use those skills. And going back to talking to people um, and making those connections of people who are trying these news ventures or, or people who are doing things that excite you thinking about what you loved doing earlier, uh, even when you were a kid or a teenager, um, but recognizing that there may be some of that in what you are already doing. So if you are working, how to think, what do I want to do more of? What do I want to do less of? Um, and taking it in a very purposeful, intentional way. One of the wonderful things about the Middleist population is that you've already developed lots of skills. You have a sense of self but you will also have lots of time left that you will be working. So you're in that sweet spot um, that you've come to some good conclusions about what you enjoy and what's important to you. And you have plenty of time left to realize those goals. There are many more years that you will be working. 
And I just wanted to add to that, though, this is, it, it can be really challenging during this time to think creatively and, and uh courageously about possibilities. So if you are struggling with that, a couple of uh, tricks that that uh, we work with our, our clients on when, when they're considering um, pivoting uh, possibilities is go ahead and, and it speaks to Amy's uh, connecting with others. Reach out to your family and friends. There's a, what I call uh, do your five and reach out to five people close to you and say, what was I meant to be? Or what am I meant to be? And that one, it helps build your confidence, but it also gives you, you know, ideas of, wow, you know, I was really good at that. Let me think more about that and, and, and how that would play out right now. Um, also just uh, list your fantasy careers. Maybe even, um, I have clients run through eight or 10 of those. Maybe you're not meant to be an opera singer. Um, and, <laughs> But but maybe, you know, there's something behind that around music production or around uh, music uh, theory education. But but, you know, when you list when you have uh, when, when you list 10 to 12 of them, you'll see a theme or themes of things that, that you really want to be doing. So those are just some some self-exploration type exercises to help provide clarity there. And if you are meant to be an opera singer, but there's no place to practice your fine art right now. Um, there are many opportunities to be um, doing voice training uh, using Zoom. I, I have actually uh, a client who is an opera singer, and not only did she do a wonderful video um, in different places all over New York with other professional singers um, that was truly inspirational, but she is inviting uh, online s- students um, that they've got a school because these Students are not in class, but they're on their computers and there are ways to orchestrate Zoom to allow for solos, to allow for learning of scales. Um, and again, going back to what she loves doing um, and just doing it in a different way. Um, and with each of these people with whom you've had a conversation, asking them, with whom else would you recommend I have a conversation? And your five becomes 10, becomes 15, becomes 20. I love that you end with that because we started this series with that recommendation too. Um, And I think it's a great reminder um, that, I, I mean, really this all, this moment and even just more bigger picture success in life a lot of times comes down to communication, connection, and the willingness to ask. And so uh, it's, it's a good reminder for me. Yeah. I mean, I think all of the advice that's been given throughout this mini series, but also specifically on the idea of change um, is good fodder for all middleists to consider. And I know that we both are in the throes of that ourselves. Um, but with that, we do want to say thank you so much, Anne and Amy, for joining us on our mini series. We look forward to talking again soon. Yes, we do. (laughs) Thank you very much. Stay well, stay safe, stay healthy, and enjoy. Thank you. Middleist, let us know your thoughts. Email us, tweet us. Um, Is there anything you'd like to explore? I mean, until then, thanks for joining us today on this bonus Work From Home Middleists episode. For behind-the-scenes takes and images, follow The Middleist on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and visit themiddleist.com. We're everywhere you want to be. And please, please, please rate and review wherever you listen. Thank you for listening. It really means a lot to us. Weird time, obviously. Thanks for hanging in with us. 